morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another wonderful, awesome episode of Heroes of Noise. I'm your solo host, Steve. I know, I know, I know. What you're normally used to, ladies and gentlemen, is hearing in these days and time, we need someone to cut through all the... Let me tell you why we're not going to have the theme song today, because I like to reserve that honor for my dog, for my boy. I don't like to do it when my boy's not here, because I am a loyal individual. Now, Dan, yeah, that brother will just have the theme song whenever... He don't trip. He don't trip. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, he's on a little bit of a break, but I'm going to give you a little tiny bit of something today. I'm going to give you a little something, 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 because I want y'all to be able to listen to us and have us in your feed, even if it's a little 45-minute solo show by your boy. Um, anyway, this week has been cool for me. This week has been awesome. I'm feeling really good, feeling really pumped. So before I get started... I'm going to give you some contact information because you might want to know a little bit more about my week in order to do that and about Dan's life. See, Dan is going to be, I don't want to give you any of the spoiler because he's going to be coming on and talking about what's going on with him. Uh, But we'd love to hear what you think about that. And the way that you're going to be able to do that is a simple, quick way. A few simple, quick ways, no less. Uh, The first way is easy. Just uh, email us at heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com again. That's Heroes of Noise Podcast at um, gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at Heroes of Noise. You can hit Dan the Man. Dan the Man. Danathan the Dude. You can hit him on Twitter at Dan Q Public. Again, that's at Dan Q Public. You can hit yours truly, the ladies' man, the man of the hour, the tower of power, at at S-E underscore Hudson Music, at S-E Hudson. You know, I don't know if I, that underscore messes me up. I don't know how that underscore even got there. Did I, why, what made me put that there? But anyway, it's at S-E underscore Hudson Music. Again, at S-E random underscore Hudson Music, ladies and gentlemen. And on Instagram, we're at Here's the Noise Podcast. We're going to start putting stuff up there. We're going to put, um, I'm trying to get Dan to do some videos. Dan is actually, you should see him drumming. I'm going to try to get him to play drums to the Different Strokes theme song randomly on uh, Instagram. So if you guys want to see that, go check us out at the Instagram. On Facebook, we're at Heroes of Noise Podcast. Or you can go to our awesome, amazing, incredible website that Dan actually put together. He's ridiculous. Dan is a man of many talents. I don't know if you knew this. I don't know if you got the memo, but Dan is a man of many talents. You would be getting the memo uh, often if you uh, contact us. I don't know how that works, but it it would work. Trust me. Um, He did a great job on a website. He even put up a blog that's really, really good. The blog is, I I still remember it. It's a really good blog. Hopefully it blogs a little more. I'm supposed to be doing it. I'm not doing it as much as I'd like to. Um, You could also try our new voicemail. Uh, the voicemails on Heroes of Noise, um, you scroll down, you'll find the voicemail, and it's really cool. Um, you can uh, send us something, ask us something, ask us some, que- ask us some questions. We want to hear your voices. We want to hear what you're talking about. We want to hear what you think. Um, we can, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star review. Please do that. We're begging. I'm begging you, ladies and gentlemen. Please leave a five-star review. We would love that. Um, and you could also leave a, a reviews on Stitcher as well. And uh, please subscribe to our show wherever podcasts 
are heard. Also, go to the Heroes of Noise, Heroes of Noise, I'm just flipping over my words, Heroes of Noise Threadless Store. Send in photos if you uh, purchase anything. There's like mugs. There's a cool blanket that you can get. You can pretty much get anything. A mouse. A mouse pad will be dope. What are you talking about? A Heroes of Noise mouse pad? Come on, ladies and gentlemen. What do you, what do we, take that to work. People are going to be like, hey, uh, I noticed you have a little mouse pad right there. And they're going to be like, well, what does that mean? You're going to say, you know what? I'm glad you asked. Let's sit here for a while on our lunch break and listen to these awesome men wax poetic over any topic we feel like we're talking about. Anyway, that is the size of it. Um, let me begin by saying uh, this is going to be a little quicker than normal, only because Dan's not here and I don't want to go overboard. And I don't want to talk about anything that he might have been talking about. So I'm just going to talk about two things I've been watching. This week, um, on Hulu, they have a Huluween. I know it's it's corny, but that's what it is. They have Huluween shorts on Hulu. So what it is is a bunch of indie filmmakers actually sent in a bunch of hollow or like Halloween uh, shorts, like five minutes, little horror shorts, and they are so freaking good. Actually, the specific ones that are really good for me. There's one called the Hug. And if anyone, like for me when I was young, was I the only one that was creeped out by those Chuck E. Cheese animatronic monsters? I called them monsters that would sing. Like they'd just be singing to you. Like they'd be all weird doing these robotic dances, paperback ride. I'm like, that doesn't look right. What, what, are, you, what are you doing? It's so strange. And the weird thing is, and then when they're done, their eyes go, like they shut their eyes, their head goes down, and they just disappear into the darkness of behind the curtain. If you ever wonder what happens after that curtain closes, check out a movie called, it's a short on Hulu. You can also find it on YouTube. It's called The Hug. It's directed and written by a group called Jack and Justin. And uh, if you go to Hulu's YouTube account, or you could just search Huluween The Hug on YouTube, check it out. It's five minutes long. It's really creepy, but it's funny too. It's really good. Um, anybody that's creeped out by those animatronic things, it's right up your alley. The next short that I really liked is from an uh, um, from Queensland, and it's from a uh, writer, director, producer Josh Tanner, and writer producer I guess it's Jade Vanderlei. It's called The Rizzle. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but it involves a creepy dance that a woman uh, stumbles upon online. This guy is doing this weird dance and it says, I dare you to try this weird dance. And it's so spooky. I mean, goodness gracious. These are well done shorts. Like, I love seeing these that these people are following their dreams and actually doing some amazing stuff. So if you're really into Halloween, you're into the spook and you're in or spooky stuff. And if you really want to um, support indie movie makers, indie filmmakers, writers, directors, check out these these um, these shorts and please send them some love. Send the writers, directors some love on Twitter if they have any pages or anything because they're really following their dream. And they did a fantastic job. And apparently it was a competition and Hulu only chose a few to actually make it. So that is freaking awesome. Both of those are, are really good. Again, it's Huluween and it's The Rizzle and The Hug, both on Huluween. That was quick, ladies and gentlemen. I'm normally long-winded. I'm actually impressed with myself. Um, but then again, I'm only talking by myself. Let me give you a little... Insight to what Steve is doing. It is 3.45 in the morning right now. And um, I am literally having a ball 
talking to you awesome people. I love every single one of y'all. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Having fun. Let's keep this moving. Um, let me give you some film news. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, there's going to be a movie about Morbius. Morbius is the, the, the you know, uh, Marvel's vampire. And here's my problem. I'm sitting here wondering, oh, snap. You know, I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I wonder who they're going to pick for Morbius. Dog. Dog. Like, dog. They got Jared Leto. There's... Is there no one else acting in Hollywood than Jared Leto? Like, how is he getting... And you know what? Maybe I'm tripping. But there's rarely, if ever, has there been a person that I could watch less and or that I can watch and be less enthusiastic about than Jared Leto. I mean, I, how though? How is he getting... I'm not going to be mean today. But there was no one else you could have got except Jared Leto. He doesn't look like a buff vampire. This dude is... Maybe some of y'all are pumped on this news. I'm kind of worried, but I'm going to keep my mind open. I'm going to keep my mind open. But man, Jared Leto bugs me. I don't even know what it is about him. I think it's because he thinks he's so much deeper than he actually is. In my opinion, he thinks he's so much deeper than he really is. It just drives me bonkers. But look... If they're able to, I will eat my shoe. You know, I will I will be like, you know what? I was freaking wrong. If Jared Little destroys Morbius, I'll be like, you know what? He was a kill. I, I'm, in, I'm in shock. But right now, I'm just not excited, unfortunately, because it's Marvel and I should be. But I'm just like, dude, come on. There wasn't anybody else you could have found for Morbius. No one. Was there no one? But such is life. So he's going to be Morbius. Tell me what you guys think. Hit us up. You already know. Give us your thoughts. Maybe I'm tripping. Um, please tell me I'm wrong. And I, you know, I, I'm, I'm wanting a reason to like this movie coming up. Next piece of news. Oh, no. This brought a wee tear to my eye. So Chris Evans tweeted, the man who plays the awesome Captain America, he tweeted the following on Twitter. We all know he, he was saying that he wrapped the Avengers. Uh, the Avengers 4, and he sent out an interesting cryptic tweet. And the tweet is as following. Quote, Officially wrapped on Avengers 4, it was an emotional day to say the least. Playing this role over the last eight years has been an honor. To everyone in front of the camera, behind the camera, and in the audience, thank you for the memories. Eternally grateful people. Unquote. People. That doesn't smell right to me. I don't know how to feel about this, ladies and gentlemen. I, I mean, I already know. I, I think it's over for. I mean, that's that almost. I mean, am I reading into that? Or does it sound like it's he's done? Like it's, and it's so weird because if he does, if he is over with, as far as Captain America goes, I'm shocked that Marvel was was okay with him sending that tweet because that is pretty much a love you guys, talk to you later, goodbye, been fun. That's shocking that they were just like, yeah, go ahead and put that. No problem. Also, side note, if you hear my chair squeaking, that's my fault. It's a brand new chair, and so it's, I'm getting the kinks out. But 
it might be squeaking for you because I'm going side to side to side. But anyway, yeah, I mean, am I reading too far into this or is our cap America gone? If so, I so if you can't see me, I salute you, Cap. You killed it in all your movies. I loved it. Uh, perfect happening in America. We're going to miss you, man. Great job. And my boy Chris Evans is Wizzo, too. So you already know I got to give him the Black Power Fist, too. Peace out, bruh. Loved you. Unless we're tripping and he's just giving us a cryptic tweet. Well, then, that's what it is. We're, we're all tripping. But that sure does see, seem quite cryptic. Either way, love you, Chris. Peace out, homie. Now, this piece of news, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready for this piece of news, people. <laughs> so, it turns out that Michael Jackson, thriller Michael Jackson, like my favorite artist of all time before, when I was, okay, let me tell you a little story. So, when I was young, Man, I'm even doing tangents without Dan here. Ain't that about nothing? Good Lord. Um, when I was younger, I used to do Michael Jackson impersonations. Like, I was so into Michael Jackson, it was ridiculous. Jackson 5 everything. Love the Jackson 5 tour cartoons. I knew all the moves to all the movies, all that stuff. And <laughs> when Thriller came out, I watched Thriller, promptly freaked out, took all of my posters off my wall because I was afraid that the Michael Jackson posters on my wall would turn into monsters. Now, don't look in the logic of that. It was the logic of a freaking six-year-old. But in my brain, these amazing pictures of Michael Jackson on my wall were going to turn to werewolves and zombies and start cavorting on my wall. So I took them all down and promptly threw them in the trash. My mom was like, she saw me going up the stairs, down the stairs, outside to the trash. Up the stairs, down the stairs, outside to the trash. So she was like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm just ridding myself of this satanic paraphernalia on my wall that might come off and try to attack me at night under my covers. What are you doing? How's your day going? You know, that's my, that's my day, you know, ridding myself of this terrible threat. But um, yeah, so that was my, that was what I used to do. Anyway, back to the story. So Michael Jackson wanted to be James Bond. It doesn't stop there. It wasn't just he wanted to be James Bond. Oh, no, 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 you silly goose. He actually had meetings with Michael Ovitz, who was the co-founder of the Creative Arts Agency. They were they're, they're an agency for, you know, a bunch of stars, the Agency of the Stars and his business partner um Ron Meyer. So, Michael walks into the office and he's discussing, "Hey man, I want to be James Bond." And they're like, "Okay." And apparently there was a bowl. This is such a random story. Mind you, this is on Screen Crush, but I've also seen it other places. So I'm going to go ahead and tell the story. According to sources, Michael walks in there with his hat, the hat that he wears, the fedora, which is always dope because he can do that moonwalk with Billy G. The jug is dope. Um, he walks in with his fedora. And as they're talking... <laughs> The fedora falls off his head into the guacamole. 
I swear I'm not I'm not making this up. <laughs> it falls off his head into the guacamole. Everyone's like, well, that's strange. Um, you know, everyone's kind of watching like, oh, that's an unfortunate situation. But then it got weirder. I know, right? It's already on weird level 10. Oh, it's about to soar off into the stratosphere right now. So he, Michael then proceeds, according to sources, to take the hat off out of the guacamole, place it back on his head without taking off the guacamole. Come on, dog. Come on, G. People already thought you were weird, homie. What are you doing with guacamole on your heezy, bruh? What are you doing? You can't do that, man. And so the guys are looking at him like, yo, what the crap? And so, according to the story, um, he's talking and they, they could, they, he tries to continue this conversation. And as the conversation is going, a big old glob of guacamole falls from his hat to the floor and Ovitz and Meyer loses it and start cracking up, okay? Which is normal because it's already weird and they see a glob of guacamole slowly sliding down the hat that was not wiped off and was just sinking to the bottom of a great pit of guacamole. And it starts, you know, sliding and it finally drops and they just crack up, which is a totally normal response. The not normal thing was putting it back on your head, homie. That was the unnormal thing. And so Michael gets upset and he thinks they're laughing at him, right? So he leaves because it's he thinks it couldn't be the guacamole on my hat. They must be laughing at me. So he leaves. Um, they run out and, and get him. Ovitz runs out and says, hey, man, I just want to tell you, we weren't laughing at you. Um, it was just a guacamole. Michael thinks for a minute and was like, oh, but I still want to be James Bond. That's <laughs> the end of the story. I mean, technically, the end is obviously he wasn't James Bond. But how wild is that story? And for me, I was just like, that is an insane story. And normally, I would say, that's an insane story until you think of it's Michael Jackson. He was very eccentric. But even for Michael, that is a strange freaking story. Like, what level of ill-witted do you have to be to have a something, like, for, to have a, a hat dropping guacamole? Number one, that's crazy. That's a massive vat of guacamole for a fedora to fit in, Right? I have never had a bowl that big where a fedora can fit into the bowl of guacamole. I would have to have a major thing, which sounds fantastic, but that's insane. And then for Michael to be like, okay, his robotic brain was like, all right, I could either A, keep staring at this hat, B, put the hat, take the hat out of the guacamole, wipe it off like a normal person, and say, well, I won't be wearing that. Or, C, take the hat out of the guacamole and place it back on my head as if nothing happened. And Michael's like, oh, C is the killer. Nailed it. 
C is definitely the killer decision. Let's go with that. Can we? Yep, did. How, what level of ill do you have to be to choose that? But anyway, again, it's Michael. I get it. But even from Michael, ladies and gentlemen, my Lord, man, that is the illest story. When I read that story, I was like, I got to share it with, with the folks out there. I got to share it, especially with a solo show. I got to share this joint. Anyway, that, that's, that's the Michael Jackson guacamole story. Oh, and now I get mad. People, I'm going to end this little quick, uh, this quick hit with a, a rant. I'm, I'm very mad. A quick Steve Stay Woke rant. Um, so this week, for the last two weeks, we have been watching the travesty that is the Brett Kavanaugh confirmations. We have been watching the travesty that they call a confirmation. Let me tell you something. This is not normal. Don't let anything tell you this is normal. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a whole section of men that are, okay, let me tell you, I think we all know the story, but what happened is Dr. Christine Ford, an absolute star, Christine Ford, while Brett Kavanaugh is about to get con- confirmed, she comes out with the story saying, before you confirm this man, I just want to let you know that he assaulted me while we were in school. Okay? Right off the bat, we have to take into consideration how brave that is. Like, how brave is that to, come, to be like, you know what? I'm going to do this thing. From years ago, and I'm going to tell my truth. How absolutely, unabashedly brave is that? So she did it, okay? She told the whole story. Folks said, we're not buying it. Republicans are like, yeah, you're not telling the truth. They're like, we're, we're not buying it. If you're telling the truth, why don't you come in front of a committee and tell it? Come in front of the, front of the Senate and tell us all. I mean, think about that. We always, we always hear people um, complaining that women, oh, well, you should have said something earlier. Number one, she did say it to her therapist before this even happened. Now, for her to say, for people, when people are saying, oh, well, she had it in for Brett Kavanaugh, for, pe- for her to have it in, he, she would have to have literally, literally, she would have to be able to see into the future that he's going to run for Supreme Court, let me hold this in my pocket, and then tell my therapist so that in the future... They can go back to my therapy and they know that this thing happened. Okay? But let's just put this aside. She gets up there like the brave woman that she is and tells her story. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the reaction to her saying that a man assaulted her because this is going to be a Supreme Court guy. She gets threats and she has to move from her freaking neighborhood. (laughs) She has to move Because she told someone, she told the world that this person that we're about to put on the Supreme Court assaulted her and she has to move because she's getting the threats. Like, what? I couldn't even imagine what most women are, are feeling right now. Where they have to hear, well... You know what? You should just come out and say something. 
you should come out and say something. When something happens, you just say it. A person says it. And this is the reaction. This is the freaking reaction. And you know what? Let me tell you a story. When I was a, um, a young man, I was putting in for a job at security. Right? I was putting in for a security guard. A security guard at a hospital. They made me fill out so much information so they, they can do a, a, a total background check, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because, hey, we want you to, uh, to make sure that you have no problems in your past for this security position. A security position that I had no weapons for, right? Not even a baton. In other words, I couldn't even chase people. So if someone was like, I'm running away, I have to be like, hey, hey, hey. You better not run away. The dude's going to be like, or what? Or, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm going to stand here and be real mad, bro. You don't want me not chasing you right now, which I can't. That's the level of stuff. I literally could not do anything if they did that. But even for that job, they wanted to make sure that I had a clear background. They called my apartment manager. They called my previous job managers. Now imagine for the security job, if some of these previous jobs said, hey, you know, there's a few women that say that he assaulted them. The security job is not going to call and say, oh, really? Well, let's hire some investigators to make sure that that's true before we hire this guy. They're going to say, you know what? Not worth the trouble. They have two people. And they're like, no, 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 I co-signed this situation. This did happen. They wouldn't hire me. And this is a security job. They're trying to ram this through, did this guy through for a lifetime appointment. And what the, why are we still appointing people for a lifetime appointment at the Supreme Court? Bruh, I change my mind yearly. There are people in my life that I'm like, I don't like them anymore. And I liked them three months ago. You're telling me that this dude, you're literally expecting people to keep the same opinions for the life term of their appointment. They're going to keep the same opinion for their whole life? No, they're not. You should not have people for life on the Supreme Court. It's a ridiculous idea. I changed my mind yesterday. What if I may, like this, what if I can make a ruling that changes the lives of every person in my life, just in my circle? And they ask me, hey, today you make a decision. I think about it, I'm like, this is the right decision, make it. The next day I'll, I might change my mind. Two months later, I might change my mind and be like, oh yeah, you know what, that's a good point. I should have done that. Oh well, already put it in stone for the immediate people in my family. Take that to the level of 10 million, millions of people. You make a decision and you make a ton of decisions because they're like, no, 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 no. They're going to stay legit for their whole life. That man, you're telling me you trust people to stay okay, legit, and well, and awesome for their whole life. There is not one person I know that is not shady quite a few times through their life. And you're going to say, we're going to expect these people to be dope for 50 years. Are you crazy? I don't know managers that are dope for 20 years. 20 years. 
let alone the fact that I, they're going to make life-changing things for that whole 20 year. Bro, we need to chill with that. But anyway, this dude's going to be in a lifetime appointment. He should have the cleanest background I've ever seen. Let alone having one person come out saying he assaulted us. And now there's another person saying, you know what? He did it. He did it to me too. Two people. And now let me tell you what's so scary for our wonderful women. Are awesome women of this country, of, of just the world, actually, at this point. We have a party. Republicans have said, no, 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 you don't get it. They're like, what do you mean? They said, no matter what comes out of this FBI investigation, we're confirming them. No matter what. What does that say to women? Like, what does that say? We say, oh, Yes, tell your story. But if you do tell your story and you tell us about, you know, what that guy did to you, he still, we still, he may still succeed. You did everything. You dotted your I's and crossed your T's. We don't care. A whole party does not care. And it's not just them. Let me tell you something. It's not just them. Let me... Here's what I've been hearing sometimes with quote unquote, mind you, the good thing is it's not in my circle, which is a plus, but it doesn't matter if it's my circle. It's in my gender. So I hear people saying, well, got to hear both sides. Let's hear what Kavanaugh says. Let's, let's make sure we got to have undeniable proof. Kavanaugh obviously acts like a fool up there. Super emotional, whereas any woman, remember, we just talked about Serena Williams. Uh, well, she's really emotional. She went off on that judge. This guy's going for the Supreme Court, goes off on all those politicians, and people are just like, he's strong. Yes. Yes, that's a strong man. Really? If a woman, if a woman would have just done that, just to the level three compared to what he did, they would have been like, she's too emotional. She's too emotional to be a Supreme Court justice. You know what I'm saying? All the, fem the, the, the female Supreme Court justice, when they were being confirmed, they had to have a stone face. When Hillary Clinton got brought in front of there, they had to have a stone face. When they were, when they were talking to her about Benghazi for 10 hours, she couldn't break. This dude acts a fool, cries, and they're like, what a strong person. We need to put him on a bench for the rest of his life, regardless of what women say. People, what the hell, man? We have lost our freaking minds. We have lost our freaking minds, people. I mean, really. Well, you never know. They might not. But anyway, let me tell you what the men say. Yeah, let's just see what, what Kavanaugh says. And who knows? She might not be telling the truth. That's the equivalent of when a black man gets shot, when someone says, well, what did he do? That's the equivalent. Well, what did he do? That's the That's the what was she wearing of stuff. Well, you never know was a what was she wearing. Well, she got assaulted. What was she wearing? What was she doing out so late? Was she drinking? Why was she drinking? Why was she at the party? Why did she go in the room alone with him if she didn't want anything to happen? It's that bull crap. It's that absolute bull crap that we're just letting. And that's here's my main thing. Don't let it be normal. When people are just like, well, that's what it is. No, it's not what it is. Be mad. 
Be angry. Don't let that anger subside. When you have someone that says, I'm going to go in front of these powerful people and tell them that the person they're, they're about to put on the Supreme Court justice did this to me and she gets threats and she has to take her family and move because she is worried about her well and she hired bodyguards because she's worried about her freaking well-being. What the, I mean, people, people. I mean, what are we doing? We can't let this be normal. We can't let this be normal. And we all have that inkling he's going to be confirmed. Why? Because we smell it. If he's not, who are they going to put up next? What madman are they going to put up next? I don't know. But I here's the sad devastating part. There are women listening to my voice right now at this very moment that have been assaulted, right? And those women that have been assaulted, what I'm about to say is no shock. When I say he probably would get confirmed, they're thinking in my head would not surprise me. That's where we're at. They should be totally shocked that he could possibly be confirmed. They should be like, oh my God, he got confirmed. Guaranteed 90% of the women within the sound of my voice that have been assaulted or haven't been assaulted will say, makes sense. How scary is that? How scary is that? The fact that he could just be a Supreme Court justice now, regardless, when they say no matter what happened, we're still going to put him on because it was so long ago. People do stupid things a long ago. People do silly things. What are you going to do? He was young. He was drinking. Things were happening. No matter what, we're going to appoint him to that Supreme Court justice. No matter what the FBI comes up with. I mean, I don't know. I, it, it's so scary that I just, women are brave just to go on dates with us alone. I mean, for real. All the kudos. This can't be normal. This can't be normalized. We should all be up in arms. Men, we should all be up in arms for our women. For the women that we're supposed to be like, oh, we are your allies. Well, then we should be just as up in arms. We should be getting arrested in front of those, in front of that Supreme Court too. Those hearings too. We should be doing all of that stuff. This is absolutely, absolute insanity. They were saying, I was reading a story talking about how women are being triggered by just watching the confirmation hearings, watching how they're treating Chris Dr. Ford is triggering women, making them like literally bringing out emotions that they had from years back when they were being assaulted, just bringing it right back to the forefront and seeing how they're treating Dr. Ford is just triggering all those emotions. This is unbelievable. I was mad when I was watching it. I can't imagine what a woman who has been assault, assaulted, uh, how they must feel, let alone, I mean, even women who, who weren't assaulted. I guarantee they're just like, well, geez, Louise. Don't let this become normal. Don't let this become normal. Trump gets up there and mocks Dr. Ford. Doesn't matter. They don't care, but we do. Don't let their total insanity make you say, okay, well, at least when something less insane happens, you're like, well, it wasn't as insane as last week, so I guess that's okay. No, 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 no. Don't let it be normal. Do not let it be normal. And people, I know right now we're in a dark time and this is 
it's like, well, every week it just gets worse and worse. But people have gone through worse and come out the other side. When I listen, when I, I mean, and, and this is something I do often because I, you know, I have them in my family. When I talk to older black women, when those 70 year olds can tell me what they've went through, what they've gone through, what happened during civil rights when all that stuff. And they said, we barreled through and we made it to the other side. That touches me. Because they're like, this stuff that y'all are going through, yeah, it happened. But you know what's interesting? Some of them even say Trump is crazy. And they've seen crazy. And they're like, oh, no, this is crazy. That should scare everybody. When old black women are saying this man is crazy, you need to listen to them. And then, fellas, we talk. Okay, this rant is going a little bit longer than I thought. When we say believe women... Do not say to them, well, not always, they could be lying. Again, it's that thing where, hey, that black unarmed man was shot. Well, what was he doing? Does he have a record? Was he carrying weed? Was he running? He shouldn't have been running. Well, what was he doing also late? That's not the, that's not the crowd we want to hear. So why would it be like, I believe women? Well, you shouldn't because sometimes, you know, they could be... No. At this point, now that you see what happens, now that you see that this woman is telling her truth, and anyone that saw her give her story knows she's telling the truth. I don't care what you say. You crazy. You saw her give her truth, and you saw how she was treated. If you can now still say, well, you can believe women, but sometimes they're off the hook, you are just the problem. Or you're a Republican. It's one of the two. It's one of the two. Do not let this be normalized, people. The only folks we got is us. That's it. Don't normalize it. When people are talking in your circle, fellas, when they're just like, well, we never know what happened, you get out of that circle. Get the crap out of that circle or raise your voice and say, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and let this, this slide. Can't. Can't let this slide. It's this kind of venom. It's the sickness. It's that venom that makes us totally, oh, well, you know, it happens. No, it doesn't. We can't go there. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that was my rant. Folks, don't normalize this madness that's happened right there. Dr. Ford is a freaking hero and should be applauded everywhere she goes. She should have fanfare everywhere she walks. She walks into Hamilton. The second she walks into that auditorium, she should be applauded. Everybody should give her a standing ovation. She did something most people won't have the guts to do. Because they were making it hard, hard. I mean, they were just like, well, come in front. Well, you need to come up here and tell your story. Otherwise, we're not going to tell no affidavit. She said, well, then I'll come to your face. I will look you dead in your face and tell you what happened. Come on, G. She looked them dead in their face and be like, this is my story. I can only hope to have the guts that she has. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my wonderful, awesome, and amazing time right there. <laughs> my time is out. I love every single one of you people. I hope to, uh, we're going to be recording this Saturday. It's gonna, this one's going to be out a little bit late. Um, uh, I had a lot of fun with y'all tonight. I know it's a short one, but we are going to be doing another one. And the next one's going to be live. We're going to actually be, I'm going to be at Dan's facility. And we're going to be talking face to face. So I love y'all. Um, Thank you for sitting here with me.
people. There's a better day coming around the corner. We just got to make it happen. I love y'all. Peace. Peace.